Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one opinion source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola as he sounds off on the latest movies, TV, music, gaming, comic books, and more. Now, here's the man of the hour, Marco Mazzola. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Mazzola, and as always, we're joined by our co-host, Mila. Say hello. Howdy. Howdy. And today we have a very special guest who I hope makes multiple appearances on our show. Uh, say hello, Eleanor. Hi, everybody. I'm Eleanor. I'm very excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I have been training with Marco since I was a wee little itty-bitty bean since I was like eight or nine years old. Um, I love Star Trek, which is what we're going to be talking about today. I consider myself an amateur Star Trek scholar. Um and I don't know what else. What would you What would you like me to say about myself? No, that's good. All that's right. awesome. So yes, as Eleanor said, we're going to be talking about Star Trek today. All things Star Trek. We're going to kind of run through as much of it as we can, as many different series. Uh, Mila, I know you said you've seen the original series and Next Generation. Those are kind of that your would two. Be correct. There you go. <laughs> awesome. But Eleanor, tell us what you've like, what your favorites are, and what you've seen. So we just kind of start there. Yeah. So I've seen uh, mostly all of the old ones. Um, I started on original series. Uh, My mom and my grandma were actually very into original series. So I started on that one. I watched with my mom. The very first episode I ever watched was The Arena with the Gorn. Wow. Um, I I remember it so clearly. It's a great episode to start on. Um, Then I had a really intense next gen phase uh the first time i watched next gen was when i went on uh like an academic leave overseas i was sort of just like hanging out doing school in new zealand and watching a lot of next gen in the evenings um and now i live with uh roommates who are very into star trek so there's a lot of just like star trek on my tv all the time um, but yeah, I first got into it in like sophomore year of high school, which is a very impressionable time. Uh, I feel like stuff that you get into around that age like really, really sticks with you. So yeah, I'd agree with that, hundred yeah. percent, absolutely. I think that's actually when I started to get into Next Generation. Yes, around yeah. that time. <laughs> yeah, it it like it really sticks with you when you get into it at that time. Um, so yeah, I just I really love Star Trek. I love science fiction in general. Um, I think Star Trek is such a huge part of, like, science fiction history, especially in the United States. Um, I love talking about that, about, like, the history of science fiction as a genre. Um, So, yeah, I just, I think Star Trek is really cool. It's a rich cultural text, as I love to say. It is. It Um, is. So which is your favorite series? Uh, That's a loaded question. It is a very hard question. I am going to have to... I feel like DS9 is the best one. I feel like in terms of like television show quality with a capital Q, DS9 is like the most quality television. Um, but I really like I like the heart of Next Gen. Next Gen has a really big heart. Um, and the new one, Lower Decks, is great. Like yes, Lower Decks we're definitely start talking about that. I oh just, my god! I just Lower started Dex watching it. Like, I just started getting into it. I like that is Lower Decks is what I've always wanted out of new Star Trek. Yep. So I love Lower Decks. That's awesome. Um, yeah. See how I dodged the question? I didn't give one favorite. 
No, that's okay. No, that, that's <laughs> perfectly, that's good one. though, because it doesn't mean you have to have one favorite. There's so much. Yeah. Who needs yes. to have a favorite? You can enjoy all of them equally or yes. some more than others, but it doesn't mean you have to pick a favorite. Mila, what about you? So you know, you've watched the two series. All right. Oh, this is tough. No. <laughs> I, I liked the, the charm of the original series because, like, as you know, if you've heard this one before on the Doctor Who podcast, I love, like, classic stuff from that era. And that literally, the, like, pretty much the exact same, like, vibe, the same feel. So I really, I loved the, like, feel of the original series. But I think I, I absolutely, I fell in love with Star Trek, with the next generation. because That's where I started. And I just, I just, like, ripped through that show. It was so good. And then I watched the first season of Deep Space Nine. And personally, I, it might have just been the first season. It probably gets better after. But the first season was kind of weak. Because it, it really was. doesn't make you like a lot of the characters. Yes, yes. Right off the, the bat, yeah. I'm like, oh wow, these are all like mid tier characters that I don't care for. So the strength, <laughs> the strength of Deep Space Nine is definitely in its like long form, multi episode storylines. Mm. And in the first season, they were sort of just figuring that out. So yeah, yeah was, the first yeah. season it was is a rough. First is season. tough. So I'll I'll, pro- I'll continue with it, but it was rough. <laughs> I agree. I'd have to go back and watch it. I think I watched the first three seasons I think I had them on DVD um, and beyond that I kind of started to fizzle out and I my biggest struggle with DS, DS9 was until about and you, you can remind me of which season they kind of started going off the space station more regularly yeah. uh, but for the first so many seasons yeah. it was just on the space station yes. and you when you're used to original series you know your original you know next generation it's yes. all exploring space yeah. and I get something new every week and it's a different like, alien like it feels like so important to the show yes it, like, like in Star Trek in general that's like such an like We're trekking. Going different. Like, it's literally called Star Trek. Right. You're yes. trekking. It's hard to trek when you stay in so one place. In deep, like, you're just in this one's, like, base. Yeah. There's no trekking, really. You're just kind of that's, in space. That's what I think is so delicious about Deep Space <laughs> Nine, though, is because my favorite Star Trek episodes are, like, like, the ones where they encounter, like, a new culture, and they have to figure out that new culture. Right. And so the thing about Deep Space Nine, like, staying in one place, is that you you have to get really deep into a few of the alien cultures. Like, in Deep Space Nine, you get really into the Ferengi. Mm-hmm. The Ferengi episodes. Like Ferengi. Oh, my God. If you want, I love like... Those, they actually... Oh, my gosh. Something I think Deep Space Nine absolutely beats... With that next generation absolutely flopped on was the Ferengi. Absolutely. Like, absolutely the, the next generation, I was like, oh another Ferengi episode, I'm just like, I, I won't skip it, but I'll like do stuff in the background. I'm, yeah, like, I, I do the care. same thing. I still if, do yeah, the same thing with if Ferengi. You, if you, <laughs> but like Deep Space Nine, oh my gosh, the Ferengi episodes were like actually they shine. the best they episodes the, of the first season. They're absolutely agreed. Like, no way. Oh and God. they keep getting better. The, like the, yeah, so the, they, Deep Space Nine goes deep into the Ferengi, the Ferengi episodes, especially in later seasons, like they sparkle. Armin Shimmerman, just like as Quark, just like made that oh, whole yeah, incredible. Quark he's character. incredible. He's an incredible so, actor. Like Quark, so yes. He made yes. that. He made that species basically. Like he yeah. made that species. There, yes. there are no Frankie without him. Yes. He's an incredible actor that's, anyway. And that's like I feel like that's another huge part of just like Star Trek in general is like Spock. Uh, Leonard Nimoy made the Vulcans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Vulcans would not be what they are without Leonard Nimoy. Like Armin Shimmerman made the Ferengi. Like it's it's Star Trek is has a I feel like a very big history of like actors really 
creating a lot Worf of the, the lore. Klingons. Worf made the Klingons. <laughs> Absolutely agreed. Yep. Worf made the Klingons in Next Gen. Like they, they, it really has this history of like the actors being a huge part of like the lore in general, yeah. um, which right. I I think is very cool. Um, yeah. No, I agree. I absolutely agree. So I would say, and for me, the my favorites would probably be it's a toss up for me between Next Generation and Voyager. I, I'm Voyager. definitely a Voyager. The Voyager's, I mean, I just enjoyed it. There's obviously like any series, there's some throwaway episodes like, ah, if I go back and watch it, I don't need yeah. to watch this one again. It's a one off. Um, I thought Janeway was incredible. You know, it was it was nice to see. I know it was nice to see a female captain. Yes. That was incredible. And I think she did an amazing job with it. I thought she was, you know, there couldn't have been anybody better. Like, yes, I really yeah. enjoyed her portrayal yes. of Catherine Janeway. I totally uh, yeah, I mean, just strong. Like, go back, and I can She's watch just, that series over like, and over and over Voyager again. Voyager and Janeway is such, like, a physical character. Like Flawed, she's, but physical. She's, and... like, she's, like, always, like, the way she stands, yep. the way she moves, like, the way she, like, interacts with her shipmates is, like, yeah, she just, like, shines as a character. She really does, and she has it together. She's incredibly strong, but then again, flawed on certain episodes and, and knows, you know what I mean? And it was good to see there's so many facets to her and her character and I thought that you know they really were did a good job of you know fleshing it out um, I just I had a struggle with like Cisco and those guys like I, you know I had a trouble with his character and I just you got something here's about, the thing about it. Cisco for me is that you have to see him as the spiritual successor to Captain Kirk like the way he acts I was watching um, a late a late DS9 episode um, it was like season six or something, and Cisco just has this huge, dramatic speech about how he let this man beat him. Is he an alien with lifetimes of experience? No, he's just a man, and he beat me. And it's this like hugely like dramatic like monologue, and it's just like that's William Shatner. Yes, like oh, that is definitely. that is the spiritual successor to William Shatner right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh my god, Cisco, oh, such a good captain. Oh, I love Cisco. His relationship with his son, just tr like so unique and wonderful. Uh, Star Trek has kind of a weird relationship with parenthood. Um, yep. And like yeah. next gen, there's a lot of really weird family relationships, but like yes. Cisco <laughs> yeah. and Jake. Including like, Data. Including <laughs> Data, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but Cisco and Jake is like, a, the way that relationship is sustained throughout DS9 is like really, really beautiful. Um, that's I did find that interesting. Like, like a lot of like the, the parenting between um, Cisco and his and his son, and sometimes he would handle things like kind of wrong, but then you would like kind of like figure it out yeah. like that. Like, because that's kind of how it is. You just kind of figure it out yeah. as you go. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I just yeah. Cisco is is Cisco is really a character that shines in like in the long. Yeah. Like yeah. If, the first if, season, though, the, show, the first yeah. season it was like Cisco wasn't really a character I could. Yeah. Like I was like, oh, oh, Cisco's here. What are your What are your thoughts on Major Kira in season one? Because uh, Major Ki uh, short hair, pink jumpsuit. She's kind of like the second oh, in command. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, the Majoran. Yeah, Majoran. Yeah, 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 yeah. I. The thing is, I, I think she's going to be interesting in the future. She's like she was interesting now, but like it, there was still kind of like a, oh uh, yeah, I've seen this character like before. 
Oh, I see. I had, I had. Well, that's true. Actually, you did see that character archetype because she was basically just Ro Laren from Next Gen. Essentially, right. yeah. Rebooted. I was like, oh yeah, she's just Ro, but yep. like a different face. Um, because okay. Michelle Forbes didn't want to sign on for a, another syndicated show, which is totally fair. Um, they just couldn't get the same actress, oh, um, yeah. so they basically made a new they character. Just rebuilt her. Yep, they just rebuilt her. We Better, faster, stronger. We can rebuild her. There's more than one Bajoran. Yes, we can use yes. another. Okay. Um, but yeah, like she, I, I just thought like her anger was so. It was like treated so respectfully. Like the way that she was angry was so like they really let her do this. Like usually Star Trek, especially Next Gen, is very like non-confrontational next gen is known for being you know roddenberry had that rule where like the main cast couldn't have interpersonal conflict right so like to have major kira come in and be like so angry and everyone around her is just like wow yeah you're right you should be really angry right now it was like (laughs) he passed away during the filming of next gen right like when they were still in the series yeah yeah so it was before deep space nine right like he said that I think that kind of helped in yes, a way. I hate to yeah. say that, but I think once he was gone, it was kind of like, all right, the old man's gone. Yeah. We can kind of do what we want at this <laughs> yes. point, and let's yes. yeah. throw out some of the rules that he yes. kind of put in place. Yeah. The new guards would you know, change things up a little yes. bit. And I can appreciate that. In some cases, that was good. In, in some, some cases, cases, the that guy was there was not there. Not so good yeah. because yep. the people who took over did not always share his vision of. Um, equality to the same extent Um, there are a lot of stories of like the producers um, after Roddenberry passed away you know stories about Roddenberry being really explicit wanting to have a gay character wanting to have an episode about a gay character and then it took until 2017 for there to be a gay main character in a Star Trek series because the producers just kept blocking it kept blocking it kept cutting it out um so in some in some yep. cases they got more freedom but in some cases they had too it, much freedom to, too much freedom. to yes. not do yes. things yeah. that should have been done a long time ago yes absolutely exactly. i mean things like that are you know you're, you're talking about the future mm-hmm. right and, you know it, it should have been a no-brainer yeah. that that kind of stuff with you're you're yes. you know you're probably you're idealizing the future as to what it's supposed to be what yes. are we moving towards yes so why would yeah. you pull things back you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. You're not pushing anything forward, you know? Yes. We had the first interracial kiss yes. under Roddenberry. Like, he's pushing things. Yes. He shook the, everybody, yes. right? Shook the foundation, right? But it, pushing things forward, yes. right? To know that this is what we're supposed to be doing, and then you pull things back after mm-hmm. he's gone. Just You're right. It didn't make any sense. Yes. It made no sense yes. whatsoever. Yes. So. Hopefully they, they're starting to get their stuff together a little bit more yes. and in, you know, change in, the guards a little bit. In some ways, yeah, yeah, for sure. The the newer ones. Um, oh, I actually, yes, they are in the newer ones, kind of, because in Discovery they had uh, a gay couple, I believe, in Picard. They're also bringing yep. Seven of Nine back to make her gay, which is good. Yes. Everyone knew. <laughs> Everyone knew. Like, they're just making true what everyone already knew. Thank you. And that'll be weird because they're gonna have to kind of not retcon, but like she was very much with Chakotay, and that in the, the series they actually got married, or you know he lived with. Oh yeah, her afterwards. but there's also like such an easy explanation, which is just like, and I feel like this this was kind of like talked about when Voyager was first airing. Like, Seven of Nine was exploring herself as a human being. Yes. Like she was just learning how to be human. Like, it is totally reasonable that she just like. 
hadn't explored that part yet. Thought, yeah, hadn't explored her sexuality yet. Like, hadn't thought about it really. Like, okay, like most of the women I see are dating men, so I guess this is what I do. Like, it, it's a totally reasonable character beat yeah. to be for her to go back and like think about that part of her identity a little more later. What I think um, would be the most frustrating is when they do do that. Yeah. Is the backlash that'll happen? Yeah, will be just annoying and absurd yes. and frustrating yeah. and. You know, people, you know, and I understand people just totally live and die by these things. And it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, it is a TV show. Yeah. And it's it's good to have these things that are pushing the envelope forward and yeah. correcting like, people's really narrow-minded views like on seven things. Seven of Nine was never going to date you anyways. Exactly. She's exactly fake. right. Like, I don't care don't how much you like your costumes. She still wasn't going to date you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not going to happen. So you got to be able to, you know, blend and go with it. And yeah. they just can't. They just have such a hard time with it. You know, it goes back to yeah. the whole you ruined my childhood thing or you ruined this for me. Like, no, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. And they did the same thing in comics when they made Alan Scott gay, the original oh, Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I heard and that's all you could hear about. It's like, so? It's, like, so? it's good. It's a good thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, like, exploring a new dimension of a character that has already existed, you know? Like, it's, yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. Especially I think about this in terms of, like, the, you know, the way that a lot of new Star Trek shows, like, keep bringing back Spock. Star Trek 2009 was about Kirk and Spock. Yeah. Star Trek Discovery is back in original series. They're, they brought back Spock there. I believe there's a new show now. Uh, back a new uh, what's the new show called? Star Trek something. But uh, I'll look it up while you're talking. But there's a, there's a new there's a, there's a new show that's I think focusing on like Kirk and Spock and their academy years. <laughs> so it's like. If you keep bringing back the same characters, you need a reason to do so. And one of the reasons to do so is to, like, explore new aspects of the character's identity. It's to, like, hmm? You're talking about Prodigy or Prodigy? I think so. I think it's Prodigy. That's a new TV series starting. It's supposed to be this year. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, if, you know, if you're, like, there's another series coming out next next year called (laughs) Strange New Worlds. Maybe that's the one I was thinking yeah, of. There's, there's yeah. a couple. There's, I mean, obviously, like, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's another there's movie lot coming out, obviously. There's a stop. sequel in 2023 yeah. coming out. Uh, yeah. We have, obviously, Lower Decks happening right now, uh, which is awesome. Um, so let's talk about Picard, since we yes. kind of mentioned it anyway. You, have you seen it? I have not seen, seen it. it. I have not seen it. So I'm the only one here who's seen it. Yes. Oh, boy. So I want to talk about it, and it's really good. Okay. It's really, I, won't <laughs> give it, I won't give major details, but... We can, we can talk about the original Star, Star Trek Picard, which is just next gen. Yes. He, he got a show about him <laughs> for seven a, seasons. He got he one. He did. It. Now he's got, a, he got another new show. He got, Picard like, very, very good. Yeah. I love to watch it, but I feel like I, I need to watch more Star Trek shows before I No, you don't. If you saw, like, if you saw, well, here's something will. you can watch to help you out. The only ones you really need to see in any way, obviously Next Generation, and a little bit of Voyager. Like, Voyager helps. Because seven and nine's in it, yes, right. Yes, and there's some, there's every once in a while there's a little Easter egg in that when Echep comes in for an episode, yes, 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 you yes, find yes. out what happens to him, <laughs> things like that. Uh, and then the ending, which I won't spoil, you know, you bring in most of the next generation characters again, and it's it's yes. like you were saying, right? Data's back in, and it's like oh, okay, okay, everything's back again. Uh, season two, yes, I'm excited for. I like it. I'm looking forward to it. You got Q, who oh, is probably, and I was going to ask this question next, like, who's your favorite character? He's one of my favorite characters, even Q. though he's, like, one of the most annoying characters. <laughs> Which Q makes Q and John Delancey <laughs> is being the best of the Q, because obviously the Q is a continuum, and there's a ton of them. Yes. But he's my favorite my Q favorite. as well. 
Uh, and he looks stellar. He looks yeah. amazing. Oh like he really, they really, he looks really good. Really? Yeah, he looks it. really cool in this episode. Like way better than he's ever looked before. The only, one thing I saw online, which kind of bothered me, is there they've talked about the fact that the Borg Queen's back in it. Like, yeah. I like you're leaving nothing for surprise. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. even the ending. See, that's why you know I keep what I mean? myself absolutely in the dark. I don't even know where yeah. to look. Yeah. I well, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I because of the podcast nothing. and whatever, like my. Facebook and my Instagram feed is constant just entertainment yeah. stuff. Mine so it's just going to pop not. up. <laughs> you know, this, this, this person I is now doing the Borg Queen. Like, oh, don't know anything. It's the tough. The only time I actually get spoilers for anything is when I'm here. Yeah, pretty much. When I start, <laughs> when I start ranting <laughs> and rambling, yeah. Pretty cool. much. Yeah, so that, that was, that was a little that? aggravating. That I'm like, okay, I would love to have some kind of a, a surprise. Because I, I think the ending of season one was a, a nice, had some nice surprises to it that they didn't reveal that they were going to do. Yeah. So like now we're just like, all right, we're gonna throw it all up against the wall and look. The board queen's back. Like, oh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. It'd be thanks nice for to... letting us know. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for telling me the whole plot line of the entire second season. Yeah. Um. So anyway. Okay. So that's. So I won't go too much into Picard because y'all yeah, haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So all right. So who's your favorite character? Eleanor. Oh my god. Yeah. All of Star Trek. Let's go. You can you can trail it down by season by series if you want to. That's fine too. Um, the first that comes to mind is Jadzia Dax from Deep Space Nine. I just, she is just so, like, cool and, like, interesting and smart. Like, the way that they do the trill in Deep Space Nine is, like, so cool where they, like, have multiple lifetimes of memory, like, within one person. The fact that Cisco calls her old man is their, like, friendly term yeah. of endearment. I just, like, everything about Jadzia Dax is, like, so interesting and unique and funny and cool. I just, it's, like, it's, she's so imaginative as a character. Um, just, like, the truly, the speculative of, of speculative fiction is really there with her. Um, and then I also, from TNG, I love Dr. Crusher. Um, I think just, like, any scene in Next Gen, any episode that has Dr. Crusher in it just, like, sparkles. She just has, like, a presence that just, like, lights up the screen. I just love to see Dr. Crusher. Um, I'm a little mad that they made a whole other show about Picard but have not made a whole show about Dr. Crusher, like, captaining a medical ship, which yep. she did in the finale of Next Gen. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, please make a whole show about Dr. Crusher. Um... Yeah, that's that's what I'd say. That's what I'd say for now. Okay. Um, and Bellana Torres. I oh, also love yes. Bellana Torres. Yes. I love Bellana Torres. Yeah, she's yes. one of my yes. favorites. She's yes. one of my favorites yes. from that series. Yes, yes. Absolutely. Mila, two series to pull from. Who's your, who do you got? All right, so from what little I've seen of Deep Space Nine, so far I think Quark's my favorite from there. Because he's just, like, I had never seen any other dimension from Ferengi other than, oh, boy. I can't wait to find out how, like, cheesy these guys are yeah. <laughs> from Next Generation. But, like, seeing Quark and his, what, is it his nephew? Yeah, I still his, don't remember. his brother and his nephew. Yeah, like, see, like, like so far what I've seen, I'm actually seeing, like, other sides to Ferengi. Yes. Like, they actually have emotions other than deceit. <laughs> yes, it's so good. I, I think he's, he's, like, fascinating to watch. So I think Quark from Deep Space Nine, from what I've seen, 
Future Park. It will, um, if you continue to watch Deep Space Nine, that will only become more true. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, from Next Generation, I feel like this this one might be like, oh, really? Like, just like, uh, kind of overdone, but I, I really like Data. Everyone loves I, Data. I know everyone likes Data, that's, but the thing is, there's a reason right. why yes, everyone likes Data. You're right. Because <laughs> it's like, it's so fascinating to see because like, like you'd see, like you've seen some parts before where it's like a, a robot becomes human, mm -hmm. but with Data you just see all the intricacies of like it's not just oh being nice to people and like oh just being a human. It's like the the little things like music and like yeah. even hearing them like like that one I don't remember it was like this one kid that kept asking questions like why do you sweat yes. why do you blink yes. you don't have to you don't have yeah. to believe them. Right. like. Like, it's even intricacies like that, like dreaming. Yes. Why do we dream? And, like, like just so many fascinating things. Yeah. To watch yeah. himself, watch him, like, force himself yes. to do these things, to learn. Yes. Which yes. people in general should do. Yes. Right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. whether it be figuratively or literally put themselves in situations that are yes. tough for them to see how other people live. And that's yeah. essentially what he's doing, right? Yeah. He's putting himself in situations to see how other people handle it. There's, right. there's one there's one quote or like scene that I always remember where Data's like he puts on like a violin concerto or whatever and he's like, Oh, you know, all I did was like I mixed, you know, these two styles and Picard is like but that's creativity. Like, yeah, you took the best human. things of both of these, like, you know, artists that you admire and you recombined them and made them something new. Like, that's doing it's art. So like, that's being human. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I just, like, that really, like, stuck with me. Just, yeah. like, that's what I mean about TNG having, like, yeah. a really big heart. Yeah. Yes. Next Gen has such a big heart. It just, it, I was watching with a friend and they said, like, it takes feelings really seriously. Like, yes. a next yeah. generation, yeah. like, everyone's feelings are taken so seriously, and it's, like, so cool. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And it's, like, it's, like, it's also seeing Data's growth. Like, from the first season, like, his, like, big episode was, like, like, um, his trial on is he even, like, yeah. sentient or not. Yes, yes, what yes. Yeah, does, he have, does he have rights? Yeah. You, yeah, does he have enough rights to choose for himself? Right. And then it, like, it just, and then it spot, like, slowly grows like it's not fast it's like a slow growth a slow learning yes until yeah. like eventually like he also has that like he has a kid yeah. in that one episode oh. where like and she can feel and he's like he's like he loves her even though he can't feel it and stuff so like that good. it's just I mean, yeah, to it's have that character on there for seven seasons so that good. you can completely grow with the entire time, yeah. plus movies, you know, and it was never yeah. treated like, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to explore data exploring for an episode or two yes. or even for just a season, and then we're going to move on. I mean, it was a thread through the entire yes. series mm -hmm. and the movies, yeah. you know, and then when you installed the, you know, the, the, the chip where you could laugh and yeah, yeah. the humor, basically the humor chip, you know what I mean? Then it started yes. malfunctioning mm -hmm. during, yes. the movie, during first contact. No, not first contact, generation, excuse me. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. Like, that was interesting. I really enjoyed that. I love it. We'll get to the movies in a minute. Yes. <laughs> Definitely get to the movies. So fascinating. I love it. Yeah. yeah it I'd have to go so with Data, although for some reason, like, Jordy sticks with me. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, oh, my God. Yes. Like, Jordy. I love Jordy. I love Jordy from the next gen. I mean, I love Picard. I love his. He's, you know what I mean? Picard's a great leader for me. You know what I mean? Where he's, you know, Jordy like, and Data's, yeah. like... Their, their whole thing. Oh, my God. Their friendship, their broship was just, like, really... Oh, my God. Their whole, like... The next generation just has such, like, phenomenal characters. Yeah. Although I think uh, Deanna Troy could have been a little better. 
Oh, like, okay. I, so I I'm not going to let Amy listen to this part of that <laughs> because she is all about the. Amy I being a counselor, I, Amy I like being a, a therapist. I like what Deanna loves. Troy could have been. Yeah. They, because it feels like they kept almost getting to a point Mila, where she was. Can, Mila, can I tell you a secret? Yes. The writers of Next Gen just didn't like women that much. You could, oh, you, you know what? That's it. fair. The you Next could, Gen writers simply did not like women well, like, that much, and it shows in their writing. They kind of killed it with They Beverly. sure did. But they just didn't kill yeah, it with Until they Deanna. kicked her off for a season, yeah. essentially, yeah. and they had to bring her back because the Deanna fans Troy were losing good. their mind. And then they just they pulled back a little bit. They, Deanna Troy, they could have made her so much really more. Episodes. She does have some really good episodes, but it's rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's like, absolutely, they could have used her a lot more. Because everybody has episodes, but she gets like three. Remind me, is there any other ship's counselor or counselor necessary on any of the other series? I don't think so. You know it's what I mean? It's, it's doctors, but not necessarily, yes, you know, counselors. Yeah. So she's the only one on there. And maybe one of the reasons that the feeling, the, the show is such feelings-based, yes, right? Yeah. You have a feelings person right there. Yes, like, you have yeah. to you know, utilize that. I just, like, and, it, you know, they explored that constantly. I feel like, like, I like her, but she just could have been so much more. I agree. That's how I think about her. She was never annoying. She was never, like, something that I'm like, oh, Deanna. But I, I liked Deanna. I just I wish they did more with her. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think they did some, yes. but yeah. not enough. Definitely not enough for that character. I've, Especially where she's, like I said, the only counselor ever on like, one, of the, yeah. one of the shows. Yeah, it, Especially the fact that she's an empath. Yeah. Like, they could do stuff with that. Yes. But they just always, like, they would they would explore, but then they'd pull back just, yes. just yes. when it could get deeper. Yeah. They, like, yeah, they, like, philosophically every time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. With with the Deanna Troy stuff, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That was just as dirty as they meant it. Just <laughs> as yes, of course. Right? Yes, right. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, so let's talk a little bit. We're about uh, 30 minutes in, so let's start right. talking about some movies. Right. Talk some Star Trek movies. Mila, I'll start with I, you because I have a feeling I've I know seen, the answer to this. Which, yeah. which ones? If how I've many or which ones have you seen? Two of the original series movies. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> which ones have you so seen? Important. I watched the first ever movie, Amazing. which was like Amazing. I liked it, but it was like so good, very abstract. You mean the original motion picture? Oh my god! Yeah, the original. Mila. Isn't that picture. funny? Because most people tout it as the worst oh, thing ever put on film. I that's the love thing the for me. Picture. It was very abstract. Yep. Yes. But like right. it just yeah, it was it was okay. It's It's like t- how I felt about 2000. The loudest, we can all hear you. <laughs> I, like, that was like, perfect. It's like how I thought about 2001 A Space Odyssey. I was like, wow, that's yeah. very cool, very abstract. Yeah. It's, Moving on. It's really <laughs> like, like the motion picture is such an emotional story. Like the motion picture, okay, here's the story of the motion picture to me. Kirk and Spock broke up from their uh, stint together on the Enterprise, and Spock went back to Vulcan and tried to have no, like, no feelings. He tried to yeah, suppress his human, yeah. human but side. But he came back, and like Kirk is trying to fill the hole that Spock left in his life with a new first officer, and then Spock comes yeah. back into his life, and he just like doesn't know how to deal with it. Um, it's a very... it's. It's it's a very, it's like, it's a very, like, <laughs> emotion, like, it's truly about, like, their emotions, but you're right, yeah. it's very abstract, it very it's, abstract. it's yeah. simply not, like, action cinema. Yeah. Right. It is simply not action really cinema. I I'm absolutely, I love the relationship between um, Kirk and Spock. Oh, my God. It's just so much it's more. It's so deep. Like, they literally just, like, 
cannot go on. They can't live without each other. They literally cannot live without each other. It's like so without, good. Like one without the other, it's like something's missing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like you see Kirk, and it's like without Spock. But where's it's Spock? Like, yeah, life's good, I guess. <laughs> but where's Spock? I remember. And it's the same with Spock. It's like yeah, stuff's good. Then they had to search for him. God. Yes. Okay. So you saw the motion picture. What's yes. the other one? And then seen? I saw the other one, <laughs> the one just before looking for Spock. I can't remember. The Rathacon. The Rathacon. Yeah, yeah, I loved that one. So good. I never thought they would bring back Khan. Yeah. I thought he was just yeah. one of those throwaway characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh my gosh, this guy, Khan. Yeah. I like. I really liked that one. That one was good. That's that's like the the Star Trek movie. That's like the. That was the, the first one I series. saw. Like yeah. I hadn't seen the original one until much later. Rathacon yeah. was like the one of the first ones I ever that saw. Yeah, yeah, that's that like really that's good. the original series movie that everyone says is like the best. My like aging the creepiest one with those little earwig things. But I'm not gonna go there. When, the they put, when, they, when he puts the things in their ears, oh like, that was yeah. that freaked oh, me freaky. out because as a oh kid gosh. when I watched that, yes. it was just like that freaked yeah, me yeah, out yeah. and still does to this day because it's a memory from a childhood that I can't stand thinking about and still like I skip by that scene if I have to watch it again. Um, yes. Search for Spock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I like Search for Spock. I haven't seen Talk Search, to me. Search for Spock, but I want to see it. It's, really it's see it. really, it's, listen, if you think Kirk and Spock can't live without each other, yeah. just wait till you watch Search for Spock. <laughs> yep, what it's he goes truly, through. It's truly just Kirk being like, screw Starfleet, screw my career, screw everything. I'm going to break every single rule to find yeah. Spock. Yes. Oh my God, I love it's just so great. Yep. It's just it's just wonderful. And Bones is also fantastically oh funny gosh, in that I movie. I love Bones. Yes. Bones, Bones is, is just great. fantastically <laughs> funny in Search for Spock. Oh. Like, the role they give Bones in Search for Spock yeah. is incredible. It's and he so was, good. He's like the driest, one of the driest characters. He's yes. one of the funniest. So oh, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? His, yes, you know, absolutely. He really yes. is. He's meant he to be dry, but so it's a dry like, humor. Yes. You're right. Everything, everything he does and says is so dry. But there's just so, he's so funny. He's always just so he's aggravated so and pissed off, he's like, but he's really funny yes, when he does I it. I suppose. Yeah. I guess I'm just out here in space. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. seems like he wants to be there. Search he doesn't ever seem like I'm going to tell you there. that's a bad idea, and you're going to go, you're yeah, but, listen. and I'm going to be like, fine, I guess. So, <laughs> so I guess I'll come so now one of the yes. first, this is weird, this little side note, one of the first videotapes we ever owned yes. in my house was Star Trek IV, this is The Voyage Home. Oh, that's a good it's one. one of the first videotapes yeah, we, we ever purchased oh, and brought into our home. Like, videotapes became actually affordable, and they weren't like $900 yes, yes, for yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. Right? It was actually like 20 bucks or whatever it was. Yeah. It was the first one we ever purchased. And that's still one of my, maybe because that was like the first videotape. I've watched it so many times. Yeah. It's still one of my favorite original next-gen movies. One and it was, it, it, was, it, it was, yeah, it was different, right? It was, you know, I so like different. those episodes where they go back to Earth. Not just like in the past, which I think is even more yes. fun. Yes. You know, yes. they travel yes. back in time and they go to Earth now. Um, but I like those. They did that in Voyager, right? They went yes. back in time yes. at one point to Earth and Los yes. Angeles. And those are still some of my favorite episodes. Yeah, those from are that so series. Much fun. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so yeah, Voyage Home was definitely one of my favorites. Voyage the other ones fun. after that, like just the Undiscovered Country, like those kind of blur <sighs> for me a little Question, bit. How many movies? Because so I there, feel like there were a lot, and I don't know. There were a lot. Yeah. There are six. Yeah. I so yeah, I will how many say. Should I watch the only one that well, I, mean, what are you I doing think with your life? Watch is them all. not worth <laughs> watching? Really not. The, like the only one that I would say is like truly skippable, and I still enjoy it because there are still some fun scenes. Is the fifth one that Shatner directed? Um, 
It's just, it's kind of muddled. It's very, it's kind of got a space Jesus plot. It's What's sort it of called? weird. The Undiscovered Country. Undiscovered right? Country, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, six, uh, that's the one with the Klingons. The one with the Klingons is really good. It's so funny um, how like, much the Klingons got to grow up. It's, <laughs> it's final great. Oh the my God. The five is the Final Frontier. Okay, yeah, Final Frontier. That's the weird space Jesus one. Yes, and Undiscovered um, Country is. It's the, just, yeah. it's just Undiscovered the, Country is the, the Klingon one. That where, one's great. So yeah, they're honestly, of, I think yeah. Final Frontier is the only one that's like really skippable because like yeah, Undiscovered agree. Country. There's a lot of like very good like diplomatic Klingon stuff. Love I always, I love, I love diplomacy. Love, I love uh, yeah, I love which I think is a lot of people's like struggle with Star Trek. People I try to get into it. Star Trek. There's a whole Trek versus wars. Yes. I want my yeah. wars. I want shooting, banging, yeah. bang, bang, yeah. shoot them. Whereas bang, bang, Star Trek is so much diplomacy and just endless boardroom meetings and talking. Go for it. Read that tweet. Okay. This is so perfect time. This is my favorite tweet about Star Trek. This is what I love about Star Trek. We're talking about diplomacy. Uh, who is it? Moe Mock on Twitter. Um, it says, Star Trek is obsessed with debating the ethics of shit you've never even heard of. Shit you've never even considered. If a guy makes an inside-out nuclear bomb and only uses it on beetles, he teleports in from the future. Should he get the chair? And they spend three episodes on this. Yes. <laughs> that just, is Star Trek in a tweet. Trek. That's exactly and right. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, and it can be amazing. You have to settle it back and be like, okay, and you have to be right for it. You know what I mean? Be ready for that. The fact that it's not just going to go out there in big wars and things like that. They actually have to, and you know, I solve things a different it. way, heaven yes. forbid. like, it, it really yeah. follows, it, getting into the, some of the sci-fi history stuff, it really follows um, a different sort of tradition of science and speculative fiction. There's kind of, this this idea isn't really given that much, like, respect anymore, but there's kind of this idea of, like, hard science fiction versus soft science fiction. And so, like, quote-unquote, hard sci-fi is about, like, quote-unquote hard sciences are like, you know, chemistry, physics, um, molecular biology, stuff like that, and quote-unquote soft sciences like sociology and anthropology. And so, like, soft science fiction is sort of interested... Diplomacy, exactly. (laughs) So, like, soft science fiction kind of follows the, like, what, like, the what-if is, like, what if this culture were completely different from, like, anything that our culture has ever seen? Um, I think the best example I can think of is The Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula Le Guin, uh, published in, I think, 1968, so very concurrently with the uh, the original series. And the what if of that is, like, what if there was a planet where there was absolutely no gender and someone from Earth came to that planet and had to interact with the people who lived on that planet? And, like, Star Trek does a lot of the same thing with, like, okay, what if there was an alien race whose culture was completely focused on in the in the case of the Klingons fighting or in the case of the Vulcans logic like what would that culture look like and how would humans interact with those people um it's just like it's always been my favorite part of Star Trek and I feel like it's it's hard for people who are into the like quote-unquote harder science fiction because it's not action cinema but it's still like very speculative in terms of like what would a completely different culture from our own look like and you get to look at the weird parts of your own culture and be like oh it's actually kind of weird that we do this in this way like aliens would probably think we're pretty weird for doing Mm -hmm. stuff like that um so that's that's my that's that's my rant that's pretty much my rant that's the idea yeah it's it's just such a it's because you see so many shows like that are sci-fi or movies that are so sci-fi like 
like Star Wars or Doctor Who, and there's action everywhere, like every way you turn. Yeah. There's stuff going on. But like Star Trek, yes, it has action, but it's like, it's so much, it gets so much deeper. Yeah. yeah. And that was Roddenberry's sort of original yes. idea behind yeah. it. We're going to explore different parts of essentially humanity by yes. looking at aliens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Which is what they're doing. You're discovering constantly. of yourself from looking at, yes. like, observing exactly. others. Exactly right. So, all right. So we talked about um, now next generation movies. Oh, we have I've generations, then first contact, yeah. right, um, and then insurrection, which was again much like the other one. It's it's very not. Don't bother watching. That was one where they had to relocate the people from one planet to another because the ones whose faces had to keep being pulled back because they were basically dying when they they well they owned that. They own that planet essentially. And they're trying to relocate. Yeah, you're looking at me really confused because watched, it was a really horrible. I definitely watched this movie. Yeah, and, and I was, don't remember any of this because it's essential. I think Jonathan exactly. Frakes. I believe <laughs> Frakes directed this one, and not that he hasn't done others and he's done well, but um, it was like a long episode. Uh, and like it, was, it felt like a long episode. Yeah. Production yes. quality felt like a long episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah, yeah. even. A Deep Space Nine, you know, obviously technology-wise, yeah, yeah. you know, it was a little bit better than the original, you know, yes. than even Next Gen series, but still it just felt like that. Yes. There wasn't really much to go on this one. It really didn't have much feel to it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that one is that one's my least favorite is Insurrection. Yeah. Uh, because it is. It's super forgettable <laughs> as a movie. Uh, I'm sure they would like to as well. I'd be surprised if this. Yeah. Um, First Contact was definitely, like, good action cinema, mm-hmm. but I just remember at the end of it being like, that didn't feel like Star Trek to me. I just re- right, I just remember like finishing finishing first contact and being like, I guess, like I guess I want, like I don't know, like I liked, um, I kind of wish they had spent more time like in the past, like on the actual like first contact lore, because yeah. um, I think the scene where like he shakes hands with the Vulcan for the first time, or whatever, like that's really fun. Yes. Um, but like I don't know, the Borg stuff was like okay, I guess Picard's an action hero now. Yes. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it is Borg. So we're cool. gonna have a lot of Borg in it. The Borg, they're, they're the selling point. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that that thing. That's one thing that drove me crazy about the movies. Q. That's what drove. There's no cue in any of the movies. That kind in of any of the movies? No, it's not in any of the movies. That's such though. a miss. It is a huge There's miss. No You're exactly Q, right. right. Until they rebooted, right, and they started doing the new stuff. They could have made like um, a Q movie. They yeah. they should have made a Q movie. A movie yeah. They're essentially doing that now with Picard for season yeah. two. It's like a long. Oh, right by the time it's all done, by the time that second season done, it's more than a movie's worth of length. Now I do. Now I'm mad. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's honestly like. Hey, it saves you the time of going into the movies watching. Like, I want to see some Q, and then you don't get to see yeah, Q. Never, oh, this is, this never. It's so sad. So it's so sad. Then they moved on. I thought personally, I thought they moved on from next gen movies oh, really fast. They did. They did. Oh, you know, but, but, they should have had Guinan in the I movies. I really wish they went over Guinan. Literally, she was in. Quick. She was in Generations quickly. Yeah, I know. She was in Generations. Yeah, next when they generation. Turned she was just there. They she was so Guinan. cool, and they never explained what she was. Yes, yes they do. When? Essentially, in Generations, the movie. Oh, the gen- Okay, I was like, she was oh, on the original ship the that yeah. for, that Kirk saves by killing himself uh, when the ribbon hits the ship. <laughs> she's one of the yeah. passengers on okay. the original yes, ship. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes, she, yes. They tell her like what planet she was yes. bombed, and that she was they were leaving her planet. Oh, political yeah. or why they were See, leaving? But, at least they didn't sleep yeah. on Guinan. Yeah, so she was in Generations. I'm glad movie. they went over. Yes. Yeah, which yes. I thought I was well done, but I agree, she should have been more. She. She should have been way more. Just like every time she interacts with Q in the show is so yeah. freaking funny. Oh yeah. 
when she stabs his hand with a fork. Yeah. God. It was good. And I love her interactions with Picard. Like, you know what I mean? It's like she's his, you know, guidance almost. You know what I mean? Like she's his sounding board. She's Yeah, essentially. You know what I mean? So I thought they could have explored that a lot more when it came to the movies even. Yes. You know, they definitely needed it. Uh, but they had, you know, they did, they did Insurrection, they did um, uh, Nemesis, which I thought, again, you know, we lose data in that one. I just thought that was kind of a throwaway. Was, you know what I mean? And not, only, not just because they killed off the character who we all love, mm-hmm. that was kind of like, cause, you know, essentially at that point he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. But now he's back for Picard, yes. so like, okay, well, I guess you changed your mind, but you screwed us on that, so yes. you, you killed off the character, but you're back. Okay, fine. Um, but yeah. So I, I thought that was kind of a weird, you know, and it was supposed to be his son. That was it's the. Just, yeah, it's just. It was strange, just very convoluted. It was, it was a really convoluted weird way. Weird data decisions. It made. was well, the, yeah. What's his name? The Talos, whatever his name was, the one that was yeah. basically fighting them was Picard's son in some way, right? Like it's his weird. DNA that made there a kid. There was an episode like that. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, and oh, they made it a movie. Might be his son, and I thought that was going to be really cool, and then at the end of the episode, they go. Uh, just kidding. Just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was but Mephisto. They could have been so good together. And then it was like, Mephisto. Nah. It was Mephisto. So <laughs> it was Mephisto again. <laughs> the callback to another episode. So yeah, they eventually they made it into a movie, and it just didn't do that well either. You know what I mean? I, I really didn't appreciate that yeah, one so much. Did they, did like, they nah. at the end they go? Ah, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. See, I feel Mephisto. like the the problem with um the next gen movies is that next gen is an ensemble cast. Yep. In a yeah. Next Generation episode, you have at least two storylines for one hour of television. So, like, in a Next Gen episode, you have, you know, Picard and Riker and Troy are on one mission, and then Data and Crusher and Worf are on another, and you have, you know, like, maybe Jordy is doing some stuff, too. So you have three <laughs> plots for one hour of television. Yeah. But movies, like, don't tend to do really well with like as a culture we have not figured out how to write ensemble movies um what will i say to this well star trek uh into darkness no yes into darkness maybe star trek beyond no into darkness was the one that i didn't like star trek beyond star trek beyond um was a very good ensemble movie yes um one of the new ones with uh Pine pine and quinto yeah. Um, that was a good ensemble movie, but like for for next gen, they hadn't quite figured out, or they didn't get a writer who knew how to write ensemble films, and just like Picard is not an action movie hero, Riker is not an action movie hero. No. They are like members of an ensemble cast. Yeah. So like, yeah. I feel like the cast couldn't really shine in a movie because you only get to focus on like a couple of characters and that's not next gen right we don't like next gen just because of picard right it's because of picard and his relationship with everybody else on the show yeah i I agree i have a question are there any good next generation movies that i watch or should i just kind of not watch? no i think the first two are definitely watched generations is still my favorite i like first contact as an action movie yes less than a star trek movie yes but Generations was I thought I thought personally I thought it was a well done handoff. I agree. They had I to agree. hand off from original yes. to next gen. I yes. thought it was well done. Yeah, you know, just like any movie, there's some things that could be better, but I think overall, I just yes. I love watching. I'll watch that movie over and over yes. again. To me, that's a, that's a barometer for me. Will I watch Gen- it again? Generations. If it's on TV, will I keep it on or yes. what bypass it? And I'll watch that every single time, no matter what part I start in on. Yes. I'll, I'll watch it. It's a good movie. I'll t- I'll put that on my Star Trek movies and media yes. that I should yes. actually watch. Yeah, yes. Generations is definitely there for me. First contact because it is kind of fun if you like the action part of it, but the rest of them you just hate. 
Oh, first Contact has <laughs> That's good, disappointing has good because lore. it's such a good yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the movies are like... They just didn't live up to them. They yeah. just did. The movies did not, especially later ones, did not live up to the show at all. Yeah. It did yeah. not do just the show justice. Like I'm glad said. because I would have watched them. <laughs> yeah, and now you can save yourself the time. Going, maybe the next one will be good. Did you see but the new like versions with Chris Pine and Zach Quinto? Oh. You haven't seen those yet. Okay. See, Star Trek I just looked at those and knew, like, J.J. Abrams, like, directed yeah. them. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, they, like, rebooted characters you already know, but with different actors. Yes. Okay. And then at one, one point, you bring actually bring back Lena yes, Nimoy yes, to talk to yes. Zachary Quinto. Yes. So they actually yeah. said they're talking to each other. Yeah. Um, he went and got, like, Future uh, Spock. Oh, Future yeah. Spock came back to talk to his younger self, it's, essentially. Uh, there's a lot was of that weird, like, alternate good? Because I know J.J. Abrams always kind of, it's like, not even hit or miss. It's like, yeah, that was good. It's sure a J.J. <laughs> Abrams movie. So I well, actually, it, To I me, got it felt into... like he was doing it to just get his job to do Star Wars. Like yes. it, that first one especially was like, it, it was, was almost like his resume. Yeah, yeah. His cover like, this letter, is what I'm going to do, do for Star Wars. Wars. So I'm going to yeah, do it to this movie. So much so that R2-D2 makes an appearance. If you go in, it's it's really there. Oh At one God. point in the beginning, the very beginning of the movie, when uh, when older, is, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Father Kirk, yeah. whatever, he the ships and everything blow up. Yeah, R two comes spinning through as part of the rubble. That is, I'm not even kidding you. It's out there. You if you pause, yes, I'll, I'll show you a screenshot. It's it's the R two is in there, literally flying that's away cheap. in the rubble. It really I know, exactly. I, know. I agree. As someone who loves Star Wars, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. But like, when you're just focusing on Star Trek, you're like, what the hell? Why did I it's just like, see R two come flying through like, my screen? It's I very hard to see, but if you pause it, like you know, obviously with technology yeah. now, you can you see go, it's a lot clearer. Oh my gosh, look. And there's R two floating by as rubble. Yeah. So I actually I did get into Star Trek through watching Star Trek 2000. I like watched it in math class or something because the teacher was like, I don't want to teach today. Yep. We watched Star Trek 2009. I, I enjoyed it. I have a soft spot in my heart for it. I also do have a soft spot in my heart for um, Chris Pine's Kirk. I think he mm-hmm. plays a really good Kirk. Yeah. Um, I, I thought just, Quinto did a Quinto does job. a great spot. I like oh him anyway as an actor. Really? The casting. Uh, yeah, he does. Quinto does a great Spock. He yeah, does as a he's younger a fantastic Spock. Yeah. Spock. He's pretty um, spot on. Oh, he's great. You know? Yeah, he does oh, a wow. great Spock. So should I, should um, I see those just because, like... It's, they're like fun the movies. Yeah, they're fun. Skip Into they're Darkness. Fun. Okay. Skip Into Darkness. Yeah, yeah. with the con thing. When I love Benedict Cumberbatch, so but I thought it was just kind of like... So he was I don't And I love Benedict Cumberbatch, but I don't think he was a good con. Yeah, and, con and not to say that... again? Yeah, but it's, 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 it's their con, you know... What? Isn't that... You're such, kidding me. Right? That's yeah. such a bad casting from, choice. From Ricardo Montalban... To and I like Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. I like his Sherlock Con? Holmes. Right? I like, like his. I like his Doctor Strange. Like I'm looking at Doctor Strange. Yeah. Like it's I'm weird. looking at Sherlock Holmes. They both kind of give off like a specific Benedict Cumberbatch energy. Yeah, and he fits. does the same thing Con? in this, <laughs> but it's not really? useful for that character. That's like. Yeah. That's just, bad. That's they, not good. They does not service the character very well. Just like redid Wrath of Khan, but like. Flipped it, they but flipped like some things cast. around. It was just, it was very cheap. That's yeah, because that's essentially what they're doing is almost rebooting with like a very that. similar yeah. story arc. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's a slight yeah. shift in what happens yeah, and how yeah, things yeah. come about. But it's, it's essentially it's, almost like the same Kirk things are going to happen. It's rather than Spock in the getting um, at, in, behind the glass at the end. Yeah. They Are you kidding around. me? Yeah, they, they even do that? They flip that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. They flip that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Does it take off? I can't I know, remember. I know, like, I know, oh I know, I know. It's I can't so remember. cheap. They made that and were like, yeah, this is the best movie ever. And but nobody got fired. 
That's the like, bad part. Nobody got they, fired like, from that. Like that iconic scene behind the glass. They the just hands behind it. the glass. They, they just even did yeah. the hands. I can't remember. I know. Did he take off the oven mitt? I don't remember if he takes off the mitt. <laughs> he in I don't know. God, that's yeah, awful. Yeah, in the that's original, actually he does take so off the oven mitt. He just looked into the spot. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's okay. so bad. That iconic. Oh my god, it's so cheap. It's wow. literally like that's the epitome of we ran out of ideas. It's so cheap. It's so cheap. That's why you can you can feel free to skip that one. But. Star Trek Beyond, like Beyond? I said, the third one, the third one with Pine and Quinto, yeah. is like they figured out how to do an ensemble movie. Like it's oh. a really fun yeah. movie. The, like they, it's I like love it's on Carl an alien Urban. planet. I love Carl Urban as, as uh, Bones. Yes, yes, I yes, he yes. Did a really yeah. good. Oh, they, he does they, a really oh yeah, yeah, so they must have like re- did everybody. Like the whole cast. Yes, like, the entire uh, cast. Was it her there? Was um, yes. yes, she was Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Yep. Um, the other one. I can't remember his wow. name. Sulu? Sulu! Yeah. Oh, God, I knew it began with a T, but it didn't. It George didn't Takei. Yeah, George Takei. I was thinking of George Takei. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, did they bring Sulu in there, too? Yes, they did. Oh, yeah, he's I in there. Is it John Cho, I believe? Yes, it's John oh, Cho. Yeah. John Cho, yes. Oh, that's so cool. They, like, yeah. brought, like, an entirely new cast, but, like, the yes. same character. That's yes, 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 yes. It is pretty neat, yeah. And they definitely, like, the cast, it's so even the new movies kind of follow the Star Trek tradition of like the writers are kind of like writers and producers are like what, but the actors are all like very They're deeply devoted. Yeah, like I, I think love a good deeply I think devoted cast. I think Carl Urban like wore a wedding ring like on the same hand that Bones had a wedding ring wow. on and like the same style. Like yeah. they're oh, just wow. like the actors are like very big, big into Star Trek and the actors like all really cared about it. You can you can see like Chris Pine just like does the same like he sits the same oh way gosh, as yeah, William yeah. Shatner in yes. the chair and yeah, he like, whole, like he like bats his eyelashes thing. in the same way as William oh Shatner. Gosh. It's amazing. Yeah, they so, are basically so amazing. They're really yeah. just essentially wow. trying to be younger versions mm-hmm. of the original actors. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know, it's like if they brought in a younger Riker and he was like standing on his like yeah. in the yes chair yes with one, leg <laughs> on one leg on. And yeah. he's kind of leaning It's like, it's it. exactly, it's exactly what um, the actor for the Han Solo movie could not do. Oh, God, right. yeah. Yeah, um, he did not do that very well It's It's all. like, it's like if you were. He if tried. He just had someone in the same ship. Yeah, but, the same but in, but in. He tried to have in the, the In the new he movies, tried. like those actors, they were really like. They were on it. Simon they, Pegg. Yeah, they knew Simon Pegg as yes. Scotty. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh Scotty. yeah, they oh they God. gave they yeah. made Scotty great. And Anton Yelchin, rest in peace. Yes, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He, was, he was a wonderful Chekhov. Oh, he was, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. I thought he was oh a really good Chekhov. So sad. So yeah, so yeah, yeah. sad. That yeah. was. I feel like having him be like a very young ensign was like a very good interpretation uh-huh. of his original. Character. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So cool. Because Chekhov was always kind of like that, so especially cool. in the beginning. But even like yeah. in some of the you know the, the people that he seemed like that young guy. Yes, yes. he was the youngin, right? Yeah, Chekhov was definitely like the young. Yes. Always look it. No. <laughs> no. Especially by Voyage Home. With the, with the, with the little bowl cut. Yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Uh, so so perfect for the time. Although honestly, that was very um like teen teen poppy. Like the bowl cut was very uh, teen pop eh, for 1968. That's oh sure, you had like the monkeys, the Beatles, and he's yeah. kind of like yeah. that yeah. vibe. Even, uh, in, yeah. Uh, like 1966, Doctor Who, the second Doctor had that bowl cut. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotta have it somewhere. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So we'd like to, so those, yeah, I would definitely go back and take a chance, at least go for the first one and and get right the third one, skip the second one. Like making a small list of movies that I should and should not skip. Well, I'm glad this podcast turned into what should Mila watch? What should Mila watch? Let's give Mila a to do list. Because I've only seen, I've seen so 
like in the grand scheme of things, so little of Star Trek. Mm. Yeah, but there's I've so seen much like Star Trek. the essentials. Yeah, but there's so much more to see, which I definitely yes. want to see. Also, if you're having trouble like getting through a Star Trek series, my advice would be to just Google like best 25 episodes of like Deep Space Nine or best episodes right. of Voyager like best and just of, like yeah. watch the best episodes because that way you'll get like. You know, you'll get into the best ones, and then you'll want to go back and like see the ones that are maybe yeah. not the best. But there's still because there are so many little uh, nuggets in all those other episodes, yes, little great yeah. little scenes. Yeah, the thing or is, some I great character never, development. I could never just skip and watch an episode. I I have to watch the content. Uh, so something that got me through like some like Smallville was I would look up. So when does he get this power? Because yeah. <laughs> it'd be a solid ways away, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. all right, like seven episodes. All right, I'll watch seven more episodes to get there, and I'm yeah. like, oh, it's the next one. All right, a season. I'm like. Right. I don't watch a season of that. Right. I guess you <laughs> have, have to. Like, yep. You have to now. Like All right, so that brings <laughs> us to the next section, which is basically right. favorites and least favorites, okay, right? Here we so go. we you did favorite character. Yes. Which are least favorite character? I, always, I like to always All ask right. like, who could you do without? <laughs> so if William Riker never spoke a single word, he would be my favorite character. If he never spoke and, and just, all over the and just stood in the background and grinned that shit-eating grin. And with one and foot just, up on the chair. And had the foot up on the chair. He would be my favorite character. Oh, wow. But just like, I think Jonathan Frakes is a wonderful actor. He seems like such a wonderful and like warm person. But just as a written character, Riker was just absolutely wretched. I just like, wow. I could not stand him sometimes. Like yeah. the way he spoke to Deanna was so rude and awful. No wonder they're not together anymore. Yeah. Like, I always wonder if they do that on purpose. Like, like you, yeah. are you meant to not like this person that much? Like, like you know, I guess, but he was also like he was the captain's best friend and closest confidant. Like, I don't know. I just I if he, like I said, if he never spoke, he'd yeah. be my favorite character. I can't love it. can't stand Riker. I love it, Mila. <laughs> You, you, yeah. Okay, pass. pass. You're passing on that yeah, one. All right, just tapping out. All right, so favorite storyline. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. We'll oh, get to favorite oh. episode in a second, but let's go to favorite storyline. Oh, my God. This is, okay. Wow, let me think. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a tricky one. Oh, my I'll God. I'll start with mine on yeah. Voyager. Yes. I like, there's two of them in particular I liked. I liked the Year of Hell. Oh, it was one of yeah. my favorite storylines. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. and um, your hell, and then there was the so you had the two right one with the Herogians basically hunting them. Yes, right, yes. And using the holodecks as mm-hmm. that was really good. And then there was the Anorax one who was constantly yes. trying to refit time to essentially bring back his wife. Yeah, and how Janeway basically is like, all right, screw it, I'm gonna take this ship and just barrel it right into his time ship, and then boom, everything's fine. And then boom, everything's fine. I thought that was awesome. Oh my god, yes, yeah, those those I. I'm so glad you mentioned those because those really stand out. Holy cow! Yeah, um, the Herogians I loved. I yes. didn't like the um, the Kazons. They just yeah, they're just they're annoying kind of, yeah. to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. the fact that they could do that much with so little, which I guess is a yeah. you know like that's a story like yeah, that. There's yeah. something to be said about that, right? Being able to accomplish so much with so little, like being yes. oppressed, being you know yes, yes, yes. constantly having no access to things. Oh, I don't know mine actually. I, All right, okay, go for I it. just came up with mine. Okay. Go ahead. So the Rolaren storylines on Next Gen, um, her like arc um, with like coming on the Enterprise and like kind of being combative with people and then eventually yep. like leaving the Enterprise because she believes in the Maquis more, mm-hmm. I think. 
I love, yeah, the Rolaren storylines on Next Gen. Um, I definitely see why she was such a fan favorite and why everyone wanted her to have her own show and why they brought her back as Major Kira in Deep Space Nine. Because, like, yeah, I loved, I also love the ending to that storyline because I think, like, it was a just really, at least to me, it was one of the first times where we saw Picard be really wrong like, I thought that Picard made very bad choices in how he dealt with Roe in those episodes, and I thought that was very, like, after seven seasons, like, finally, he's not just a moral paragon. Right. Like, so I, yeah, the Rolaren storyline from Next Gen really sticks with me. It can be tough when you watch a character who, like, seems to have no flaws. Yes, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. does. I love, I love a good flawed character. Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and again, Roe, like, she was very flawed. Yeah. She also made very bad choices, but... Like I yeah I just loved her, I thought she was so cool, she really shook it up. Yeah, that's, that's it. Nice. She shook it up. I love that. I'm 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 not gonna say too much because we've already kind of gone over it. I think I just like at least at the moment right now all I can think of is the data like the data yeah. uh, storyline yeah. that was uh, like that's data. still I like every time I was like oh my gosh another data episode they're always so yes. good yes. Yes. and like just seeing like more and more. Yeah. I'm also gonna say the. Um, the Quark storylines in Deep Space Nine. Oh, yeah, just that's the, really good so Oh, far. my God. Like, the stuff that happens with Quark's mom later on. You get to meet Quark's mom. And so she's, far. like, shaken up Ferengi society. Oh, oh. the Fer- Oh, my God. The oh. Ferengi stuff in Deep Space Nine is <laughs> yeah. so good. So far, so far, I'm, I, like, the most excited I am is for, like, the Ferengi storyline Yes, now. yes, yes. Uh, about the... Who's the guy with the no- Odo? Odo. I, I, does Odo's storyline get like a lot more interesting? Because it looks no. like it's going in a direction. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Oh, oh, perfect. I, I was really hoping. <laughs> I was no. really hoping he'd become a little bit more interesting. It was flat uh, and dry and perfect. All right, no. I'll, stop, I'll stop getting my hopes up. Yeah. I don't. I don't really like Odo. Yeah, neither um, do I. Okay. I like the character. I like the actor. Like he's just. I was like, I didn't he's like just, Odo all that much. He's anyway. just a cop, and he's just always a cop. He's and always he just dry. He's a cop. Okay. Yeah. All right. You he, basically he has, he, gets, he gets some like really fun and funny interactions with Quark. Like but that's they, not all his purposes. But yeah, it's like other. Yeah, than it's that. For, like, kind of like the Tuvok Neelix so, relationship. So where, like he's, he's a straight lace and he's the foil yes, and he's yes, constantly yes, annoying yes, him. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. basically that. Right, so essentially, I'll stop getting my hopes up though. Yeah. you answered it just like him, by the way. No, that's exactly how he would have answered it. No. Keep your eye. Keep your eye on Garrick though. Uh, he's the lizard, uh, Cardassian. Oh, oh my gosh! Yes, yes, yeah. Hold Taylor. on, hold on. I'm actually really excited to see the Cardassians. Oh, keep I, your I can't eye wait for them to get like Garrick. more. Because there was a little hint of them being yeah. more to like, like who they are in like Next Generation. Yeah, they but kind Deep of Space Nine is like a lot of it. Especially towards the end, villain. it's a lot about yes. it. Like they're yeah. actually just also people that oh are just. Because so much of the sort of the later seasons is about the Marquis. Yes. In that series, yeah. so it's yeah. Marquis versus yeah. the Cardassians. The so whole the Maquis are this like this like a sect, um, basically, like yeah. a, 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 a separate splinter group. Yeah, they're a sudden. splinter group. I feel, are they splinter off of the Federation yes. because but they get other people involved. There like the are certain Federation colonies, like either in like. 
contested space or along borders that are like getting overtaken by the Cardassians and the Federation isn't really doing anything about it. Right. Um, so they're basically Wasn't there a treaty? Like, like, yeah, like, there's some treaty like a that's treaty, not being We can't honored. fight you, but we're going to ignore that you're doing this to our stuff. Yes, exactly. And that exactly. just didn't really sit well, very well. And with so the they, they're like fighting back and trying to like protect their homes. And, like and they're not the supposed to be. Out. So the Federations yes. are, are, are hunting them down too. Yes. Yeah. Because they're not supposed to be oh, fighting wow. the Maquis. Uh, it's ri- the, uh, it's the rich. Wow. The Maquis are very like, mm. it's a rich text. And that's how Voyager starts. Because, yeah, Chakotay and Balana are oh Maquis, and Tuvok is her, because Janeway is confident. She's, he's spying. He's like, a, you know, he's a spy in their organization, and they get pulled into the Delta Quadrant. Yes. So they're trying to hunt down wow. the Maquis, yes. and they get pulled to Delta, and then, yes. then oh, Voyager gets pulled to the Delta yeah. Quadrant as well. Yeah. And so the whole point is then the Maquis ship gets destroyed, right? Chakotay's <laughs> ship gets destroyed, so all the Maquis on his ship now have to meld together with, with the Star Trek ship. You know, with the, the the Starfleet crew on yes. Voyager, it's yes. crazy. It it's is so really good. crazy. It's and so it spends cool. a good portion of the show, like the seasons, dealing with that. Eventually, it calms down. Like, all right, we're yeah. fine. We've been together long enough. It's, we have a mission. We need to get home. We got more important yeah. shit to worry <laughs> about. Fight, like, fight about. Yeah. <laughs> Every once in a while, it pops up, but not very yeah. often. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I mean, so it's um, really cool. But yeah, so the Maquis also, I they come up definitely in Deep Space Nine, but Deep Space Nine is about the Cardassian. Bajoran conflict where like the Cardassians have basically just deoccupied. They're they're going through the process of like basically decolonizing Bajor. Yeah, um, taking all the Bajorans off of there basically and said this is gonna be ours. Yeah, well yeah, so in Deep Space Nine, like the Cardassians were doing that and now the Federation has kind of moved in and the Cardassians are like decolonizing, so they're trying to like they're extracting the Cardassians now. The Bajorans are like trying to build their own nation. Yeah. And so Cisco is there, like, as a representative of the Federation to kind of, like, help the Bajorans nation build after 50 years of, like, colonization. Um, it's so interesting. Yeah. It's so yeah. cool. Um, so, yeah, definitely, like, uh, original series and next gen sort of give you this, like, overview of the Star Trek universe. This is Star Trek. Like, this is the world. Now, and this then. This is the act, like, on boots on the ground. Yeah, we're gonna Star Trek. Yeah, we're gonna like dive into like one, one aspect section, of yeah. this world, yeah. which I think is, I mean, that's why it can just keep going and yeah, going and I love going. Star Trek because there's literally so, like infinite possibilities. Because if you get kind of like, okay, we're burnt down on this one planet or like this one quadrant. Look, and they've been doing that for quadrants. a while. Yes. And so I think Star Wars is just kind of catching up to that. Yes. Yeah. Like we're now starting to see some. Yeah, movies and TV shows that uh, obviously we're, yeah. we're done with the Skywalker saga, so yes, we can actually yeah. see little like Mandalorian. We can see yeah, little yeah. pockets that's, of things that go on the universe. Like, that, that's that the really the ground field. Yeah. instead that's, of like such a wide yeah. range. It's yes. like what does it one look person like in story, just one, one little group. society about yeah. one person yes, or like yeah. a group of people? And like you said, it's endless and it makes it really rich. Yes, yeah. Star Wars doesn't definitely doesn't get as much into the like cultural speculation. Not at all. Star Wars is very much like... (laughs) Or it's like only the big top players are mad. Yeah, it's like like very um, like classic traditional uh, like 50s, 40s, and 50s. Space Western. Space Western, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like one of those Westerns. You don't need to know anything about the story. So my father, who I love, he... Mm -hmm likes watching westerns he's italian and he's you know it's it's he comes from there and it's so much easier for him just like i just watch it because i don't have to watch it 
Yes. He'll say that. Like, I don't have to watch it. Like yeah. I can stop watching for 20, 30 minutes, go back and watch it. And I don't, I'm right with, I'm right with the story. I didn't miss much. Yep. Yeah. Within that 20 minutes, I really didn't miss anything. I can just pick up right where I left. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's kind of what it is. So there isn't a lot of that. You can't yeah. do that with Star Trek. No way. <laughs> you can't. You have to know what's going on with all this stuff. Because if you didn't know. Yeah, if you didn't know all this stuff that we were just talking about yeah, with no. Jorn and the Cardassians, what, what the hell's happening yeah, here? Wow. What's going on right so now? Get more in depth on this. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But the uh, the other thing that I really like about Star Trek and the way that it does its speculation is that it doesn't try to like exactly map onto real world like issues, like because when you're doing like speculative fiction about you know like social problems, it can be really easy to just like map like racism or sexism like onto aliens exactly the way it yeah. comes up like which in, sometimes that will happen for sure right? mm-hmm. it's got but, it eventually yeah but like something. you know you read you like you know you think about like the Cardassian Bajoran thing and people will say like is it a metaphor for like Israel Palestine is it a metaphor for like American colonization of indigenous people and it's like, like it could be no, anything yeah. it's simply it's not yeah it's it like it it's it's its own thing it's that in general and you get to like make different comparisons with different aspects of yeah. like That's real world magic. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think Star Wars has ever really done the even with the whole Jedi Sith and that sort of religious yes. overtone yeah. to well, it. Yeah. They still don't really go it's into more like it, just right? They Jedi kind of almost. Sith. Yeah, but it's like it, they're basing on these religions. They're they're kind of mocking, not mocking, but they're kind of signifying religions. But they don't really go into it that much. Yeah. And then yes. when it gets uncomfortable, they just wipe it. Yeah. Right, and now it's metachlorians. Right, like we just we just excuse yeah, things yeah, away yeah, yeah, yeah. very easily. I think that's why Star Trek it definitely deals in people like that good. aspect of it because you can get into that a lot better. Yeah. you know, I, I agree, I agree. All right, that was fantastic. Are we that good? Awesome. Yeah. Anything I else? Mean, you got, anything else you want to add? How's uh, the time? We left it. You know, we're over an hour already, so this has Klingons been amazing. Are so cool. Klingons? Hey, nah, cool. Klingons. They like. Yes. One thing I do <laughs> have to much. say, yeah. I'm so glad they brought back Worf on DS9. If yeah. you love Worf in Next Gen. I, I yes. saw that. Like, I peeked ahead. Like, yep. Because someone told yes. me, they were like, oh, yeah, Worf's in it. I was like, no they way. Figured they, out, they figured yeah. out how to make Worf beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, in the early TNG, they couldn't figure out the hair. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my Space God. Nine. It was awful. I love the oh, bob. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, it was really TNG bad. Space Nine, he just, like, has the most beautiful, like, long, curly hair that's always pulled back in this really yes. neat ponytail. They yes. just made Worf look so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. The they original series of that, and even, they even did it to his son. They, oh, my God. It, bob. Oh, my God. His <laughs> son? Oh, my God. I'm so glad his son is still relevant. Yes. Because it's so easy to just go, oh, yeah, no, we put him on a planet somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Don't yeah. worry, he's fine. He's just no. Uh, he's with he's... his little like Polish family. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't get enough of like his, I his love normal Worf's, human like, parents. Like, like weird like Polish doing? Jewish family. Yes. They're so they're sweet. So, they're so wonderful. Just like weird like it, it's Russian so, Jewish. Like, it's yeah. so like like blindsided. Like it's like my parents are coming. And like, what? <laughs> and then it's like this cute couple. Like oh, Worf, are you eating enough? It's, it's so like, good. It's so cute. You're like, what? It's extremely good. Yeah, that's that's. Oh my god, that was magical. Yes, that's another like that's another good thing. Oh, I will say mm-hmm. one of my favorite lines mm-hmm. in Next Generation: Loxana Troy, she's getting married. Um, Beta Zoid culture. She's so good. Deanna says, "Mother, you mean you're not going to be naked at your own wedding?" <laughs> it's my favorite line in all of Star Trek. I love that. <laughs> like it's like. Like the fact that you can just say that out of context and just go, 
What? <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? And you go, ah, you obviously that's Star Trek. I like, love the fact that she was played by Madge Barrett. Yes. Like, come on, that yes. was incredible. Yes. The, the the computer voice yes. was God, played Lexana really? Troy. Yeah, that was Lexana Troy. She was the computer voice. Christine Chapel. Oh wow. The computer voice. Yeah. Lexana Troy. Yep. All the same oh, yeah, she was the original wonderful. Christine Chapel yeah. in the original series. Yes. Really? Then, yeah, they use and they do that a lot. Like, there's a lot of people that like have multiple characters yes. across a different yes. series. Yeah. You know, some people play the same character, but a lot of people play different characters across the series. So one of my yeah. favorite is Barkley. Oh, yeah. I love Barkley. I liked him on Next Generation. Yeah. I loved his quick stint on Voyager yes. when he's trying to get them home and he makes so the contact with them. Oh, Barkley! Yes. Oh, my gosh. He's the guy that yes. was just kind of there. That's yes. Reginald Barkley. Ensign yeah. Reginald yeah. Barkley. Lieutenant. Yeah. Oh, my God. Barkley incredible. comes back. Yeah, Barkley. He does. Yeah, he's in Voyager briefly for a few episodes. They make contact with Voyager from the Delta Quadrant. They bounce it off like basically like a interstellar, yeah. like a beat thing, and they, they get so they can make quick, quick radio. Awesome. And then eventually they become more, you know, as they get closer, they get become constant contact with Jungle with the Federation with the Delta Quadrant. So yeah, that was really cool. And his interaction with Deanna in that in those episodes, yeah, yeah, yeah. she comes back quickly to help him. So I I really enjoyed that storyline as well. Ugh. That was fun. All right. Excellent. There it is. We've talked about Star Trek there now for is. well over an hour. That's oh, amazing. Wonderful. That was awesome. Day. Yeah, I know. Really good, couldn't you? Well, I want to thank Eleanor, of course, for being here. I would love to have you back again. Thank you so much for having me. I would love to be back to talk more in depth. Now, I know we talked about Star you're not Trek really into shows. social media, but. Oh, yeah. Can you? You, can, um, you can find me on uh, Facebook. I'm Eleanor Ann. Uh, Instagram, Eleanor Ann. I don't do much on social media. Um, but yeah, you can find me there. Fantastic. Awesome. Perfect. Mila, as always, thank you. Anytime. There you go. And don't forget to check out our What If episode as well. If you haven't already, we did the What If episode five on the zombies. So yes. that, that'll post up quickly. Uh, and everybody else, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you have any questions or you'd like to be a guest on the show, hit us up online. Our website is entertainmentrants.com. Our social media is all Entertainment Rants and Twitter is Entertain Rants. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you'd like to leave us a review, we'd appreciate that. Any, you know, 20 to 90 seconds, just tell us what you think. Let other people know if this content is worth listening to. And uh, we'd love to read your reviews on the air, on the on the show. So feel free to hit us up anytime. Booyah. There it is. All right, everybody, start ranting. Have a great one, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.